Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Today on the Ether, multi-chain NFTs with MintDAO and OnePlanet, hosted by the Wrecked Gang. Let's take a listen. GM, GM, how you doing? I'm just uh, sending out the invitations on socials. Yeah, for sure. Same here. I I usually don't don't start speaking because I like the music, right? And as soon as you speak, the music ends. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> so no worries, no worries. It's funny how it works. Like uh, Twitter Spaces has so many quirks. It's uh, um, it's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's get the show on the road. Uh, thanks, uh, thank you, uh, Edwin who's behind the One Planet account um, for participating in this celebration of multi-chain NFTs as we've enabled the, the migration for Wrecked Wolf. And, uh, uh, you know, an amazing thank you and congratulations to Arthur from MintDAO, um, who is also uh, the CTO and kind of achieved this technical um prowess of, of enabling the migration of nfts across different chains very seamlessly right so um thank you guys for making the time today and uh chatting with us yeah thanks for the introduction happy to be here um and yeah of course it is a pleasure to deliver uh such new technology which is uh offering uh, cross-chain nfts yeah, thank you so much. So I think today, you know, I wanted to chat a little bit about, uh, well, we can chat about the Wreck Wolf migration, but I wanted it to be more of a future thinking spaces on where do you guys see this going. So just to recap, today um, you can now bridge your Wrecked Wolves from Ethereum to six different chains so that's avax arbitrum bnb phantom moonbeam and i always forget one more there but uh <laughs> there's seven total in the evm side um and what's really cool about this is you can just hop from chain to chain uh, simply through one click right um and this has been enabled by the mint DAO team so Arthur, could you explain us what's happening in the background? Like, how are people able to bridge from their NFTs from one chain to another? Um, you know, what's going on there? Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, so starting with the um, like general idea, because I don't want to get like too technical right now. Um, we started working with the Axelor uh, protocol a while ago. And we've decided to utilize the uh, cross-chain communication mechanism, which is called uh, general message passing uh, for this purpose. And uh, behind the scenes, everything is working uh, in a decentralized way. So we have smart contracts written on uh, each of those chains. And basically they're able to communicate with each other via the Axelar bridge, um, Axelar protocol, and we created the bridge uh, just for the purpose of uh, making the communication as simple as possible. So basically, if you are transferring your Rect wall from um, Ether for, to Polygon, what's happening under the hood is uh, you are sending a cross-chain transaction via Axelar network and we are receiving it on the polygon. So basically there are 
let's make it simple, two transactions, one of the, uh, on the Ether side, which is the uh, origin, and then the destination transaction on the polygon where uh, the token is basically created and transferred. Yeah, so this is like a high-level overview of how everything works. Yeah, that sounds very cool. And you mentioned Polygon. So now the Rec Wolves are reunited with the Trippy Wolves on Polygon uh, on the One Planet Marketplace, right? Edwin, thank you for, for having us you know, on your marketplace as well and kind of turning it around pretty quickly here for the listing. Yeah, man, you know... Uh... It, it, this makes me just uh, appreciate the way that you always talk about us. You know, at the end of the day, uh, we work together in this industry between the marketplaces and the projects, right? We, it has to be a synergistic relationship so, so that we both can succeed. And, you know, you call us a, a boutique, uh, you know, marketplace. And, and I think it really fits, right? Because we are able to spend the time and, and energy to, to create something that's unique for your project. Uh, and uh, it, it, but it starts from your end, and it starts from mental, right? Like you guys are experimenting, you're innovating, and then uh, uh, on on the back end, and then on the front end, we can just come in and supply some of that extra uh, shiny sparkles, right? And add some diamonds on everything, so it looks pretty uh, to help out. And and so you know, shout out to my team. You know, we have really a really good team of uh, designers, and you know, YS just uh, having you know just a really good insight into. Um, how to set up events and how to make things look cool. So, uh, yeah, no, thank you as well, man, for including us in this uh, experience that you guys are going through. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I agree. I think they look really, really good on one planet. So I'm excited to kind of have all the collection under one roof. So, so let's get back to the tech, Arthur, because I think people are still very curious. And we got a lot of questions actually around the tech in our Discord. Uh, which we don't usually get. So <laughs> um, I'm wondering, so, you know, what happens with the original wrecked wolf, right? Like what's going on there? Is it burned? Is it locked? Um, and on the other side, on the receiver side, what happens? Is there a new token that's created, right, on Polygon? So could you please explain to me, like, a little more in detail on what the messages are, are, are you know, saying, what, what the smart contracts are doing, basically. All right. Yeah, of course. So I will go through uh, steps, how the process is going. Um, so basically, we have the Red Wolf uh, smart contract, which is a collection of the ERC721 tokens. And uh, we wanted to create like a, a cross-chain manager for such collections and that's exactly what we did so on the origin chain uh, we have to deploy a specific smart contract which will wrap the nft and store it while it is being bridged to another chain so basically what you have to do is uh, once you're try once you try to send the nft over um, you'll have to transfer it to the cross manager it will be uh, locked until uh, you will bridge it back. And uh, after that, uh, you, we are sending information on who uh, wants to bridge which NFT where uh, to which chain and everything. Uh, it goes through the Axler network and uh, through the gateways. After uh, receiving the transaction on uh, the destination chain, uh, we are unwrapping the, all the information that we've been sending over. And uh, on this chain, we have deployed a new collection, a new smart contract, which have embedded the collection and the cross-management uh, logic inside. So since we have the ownership of the contract, we've managed to uh, implement logic that will mint and burn on the new chain, new NFT. Mm. And basically, when we receive NFT, we minting one. Uh, we are minting one, and when we want to uh, like bridge it back, for example, to Ether, uh, we have to burn it, uh, and then it is being unlocked from the cross chain um, manager on the origin chain, so Ether, for example. Um, and of course, the main purpose of this uh, cross chain manager and wrapping is uh, to have an opportunity uh, to collaborate with 
basically any collection that is being uh, on the market right now, since this is a process that is very generic and uh, will work with uh, every single collection out there. Yeah, the last point I think is very interesting. Um, I already have people that are requesting for questions right now. Um, I, I want to go over like the <laughs> the set questions and then we'll we'll get to the audience. I think uh, Breezy and Weenie, y'all asked to come up. We'll, we'll get to you guys uh, just, and Xuli. <laughs> Everybody's very excited about this topic, Arthur. I think uh, they're all requesting. So I, I'm very thankful that's, that you're here. That's <laughs> super. So <laughs> can't wait for the questions. Yeah. So I think, you know, the most interesting part, well, everything's interesting, but I think the coolest aspect is what you're saying is any collection can be cross chain using your tech, right? It doesn't have to be cross-chain from the genesis. Um, so if you think of uh, something like Little Pudgies from Pudgy Penguins, which became cross-chain, are they using kind of like a similar process or, or us, you know, we're using this tech, but you're saying like any collection can be cross-chain if they wish to. Mm, yeah, so it's not an easy answer, uh, easy question, because the answer is uh, dependent on the actually team behind it. And uh, we do not know exactly how uh, the penguins are uh, being transferred. Like uh, we've started working on this project before they even announced that they are working on something like that. So we did the design and everything uh, before uh, checking out how uh, they are approaching it since it was uh, probably a secret before. Um, but yeah, I think that they are aiming at something very similar, which is giving the possibility for every collection to become a cross-chain collection. And which is, this is very cool because in my opinion, uh, this is like uh, hopefully the future, uh, but at least it's a trend that is uh, coming in the upcoming uh, months or years. So yeah, happy to be on the, on the right side. <laughs> Of this one yeah absolutely so um you know i guess if i ask you a question like this um do you offer this as a service right like if a collection wants to be cross-chain could you look into their smart contracts and then enable this this bridging functionality so we are just starting because uh this just this week we finished auditing our uh, smart contract which is responsible for wrapping nfts so we want to uh, be compliant with the uh, the standards <laughs> if i can say that uh, before offering such uh, mm, such functionality on public uh, to the public so uh, we are just starting mm, but uh, essentially yes this is a, a service that uh, we are starting to offer as it is now very cool um i know xuli has to leave soon so i will bring him up he's the only one that i'll bring up and then uh we'll take more questions at the end so so xulian you, you had a question for the team at mintdao or one planet yeah thanks for the invite um a tiny bit of a loaded question just because the og rec wolves were um already uh like omnichain enabled with layer zero, like um, just curious why not use the OFT or ONFT contract uh, versus like wrapping it um, and just having that wrapping and dedicated like uh, deposit address vault on ETH uh, risk instead of just burn and mint. So this is a question for me, yes, because I uh, didn't get the beginning. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, for you guys, since you're uh, bridging. Yeah, sure. Um, so I would say that uh, we started coll our collaboration uh, with uh, Axelar Network a while ago. And since uh, our team is, I would say, tech savvy, we've decided to uh, do our best and try to uh, develop a new standard uh, that might be used in the future. So uh, we didn't uh, want to try using something uh, out of the box since we knew that there is a potential market gap for uh, such uh, functionality or contracts on Axelar Network. So we wanted to uh, explore this path. 
I think, you know, for us in particular, we want to be able to bridge uh, the cosmos. And Axelar has been focusing on cosmos while Layer Zero has not. Um, I mean, I'm not familiar with uh, <laughs> their development or, or their pipeline, but we know Axel USDC from Cosmos. And if we want to be bridging our bulls, our wolves, and our trippies eventually using kind of the same bridge, I think it kind of, and, and having the same chains, then it, it makes sense to use the Axelar tech in that in that in that case because uh, they have more chains and they have the chain that we actually want, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like uh, for us, it's also a deal breaker since we came from Terra. Uh, the Cosmos ecosystem was uh, really close to us uh, when we started rebuilding. Um, so I think that that was a pretty big deal that they are also interested in creating. Uh, this protocol on uh, Cosmos ecosystem. And uh, we are hoping that uh, it, sh it will be uh, enabled very soon. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you guys. Um, I think Axelar has been kind of a lot more friendly in general. Um, I guess the question does go to why have a wrap asset version instead of a burn and mint situation? Uh, just because you're just removing that uh, central uh, holder uh, vault uh, risk if you create some type of burn and mint situation? Uh, if you're asking about the origin chain, uh, then it's not always the case that we have an option to uh, change the contract into an omni-chain contract. Sometimes the collection owner, for example, is lost. There is no option to upgrade the contract. Uh, maybe it's a uh, just the community who would like to enable such option and there is no owner involved. So uh, this possibility of wrapping the, uh, of giving a, like a manager that wraps the NFTs uh, is giving us more flexibility over uh, who wants to use our services. Cool. Thank you guys. Uh, great work. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for the question, Zuli. Uh, very interesting. So um, now let's get back to, to One Planet and Edwin. Um, I don't want you to spill too much alpha, but maybe a little bit. I'm pretty sure you're aware of everything that's going on. Um, and we've talked about like the tech is there. You can bridge your NFT from Ethereum to Polygon, but why? And I think I, I, wanna, I want you to kind of touch on the why. Why would you bridge, you know, your wrecked wolf from Polygon, uh, from ETH to Polygon, or any other NFT, for that matter? Yeah, uh, well, I just wanted to say uh, just a comment here as well on on Axola, right? Like before, at least as far as I remember, before the Terra crash, I didn't hear about Axelar, but as soon as Terra collapsed, then Axlar came in and USDC, USDT came into Cosmos. And uh, it, it was something that we needed, right? Because UST wasn't around anymore. And uh, Axlar just made it really easy for us to, to bring um, those stable coins into the Cosmos. But I feel like they've really done a lot of innovation uh, in the space with their bridging of uh, just uh, stable coins, general coins. And then also the now the the helping with the tech here for the bridging of NFTs, right? Like uh, I know uh, you know Mint now, uh you, you mentioned that you were already working on on the tech on your own as well, but then being able to work with them just kind of helped you guys put the pieces together, right? But I just wanted to give Axlar a shout out. It just seems like they they really helped out the cosmos in general with uh, during a time when we needed it over there um but i think to to your point uh researcher like it what i what i think is the reason we want people to to bring over their nfts to other chains is for the benefits that the other chains have right and so right now with the uh red wolf coming over to polygon the the idea that i have here is what what can the Wreck Wolf 
stakeholders do here that they couldn't do in EVE. And that could be obviously taking advantage of the of the fast transactions and the and the low fees, right? And so that I think is just a matter of experimenting and and creating quests in a sense, right? We've seen quests through uh, different uh, marketing tech right now with Crew Three, for example. And, and so now figuring out how to get your NFTs um, as a holder to to kind of have that on chain activity. And 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 just connect that, make that connection, right? Between you're a holder, they having a quest of going to use a DeFi app or going to a marketplace and making a transaction, and then that being added to your history, to your wallet behavior, and then from that being able to be rewarded, right? As a as a project, I think at the end of the day, you just want more people to get involved with your with your task, with your uh, with your culture. And so like you guys, for example, right now are with the hyper liquid, um, you know, DAO wars, and that's exciting, right? But uh, just having, knowing which of your community members got involved with that and then rewarding them for that, I, I think it's uh, cool to explore. Yeah. And and I guess from that article that you guys posted, there's also a Trippie Wolf giveaway for anyone that bridges to Polygon and lists or buys on one planet. So that's pretty cool, as well as uh, coming soon metaverse integration and a special Trippy Wolves event. So there's going to be some unique offerings on Polygon um, that you're helping us kind of develop uh, too, right? Um, so, so you know, that is a reason on why you would bridge. It's not just because it's really cool tech, because it is really cool tech, but <laughs> you got to do something with it afterwards, and, and there's going to be uh, use cases and utilities. So that's really cool. Okay, good. Um, you know, we, 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 I, I don't want to, I hope there's not too much competition in my next question, but it's interesting. Uh, one planet, you guys are an NFT marketplace, and now you're listing a collection that's originally from Terra and now on, on ETH. And, <laughs> um, and, and Mintao, uh, I don't know if you can spill any beans with us, but I saw in the pipeline that you guys might be launching a multi-chain NFT marketplace. You don't have to answer that, but it was in your roadmap, I think, right? Uh, or, or am I sharing too much now? You can cut me off. Sure, sure, sure. So, <laughs> um, we are pretty open about that because, uh, as you mentioned, it is uh, in our roadmap. Um, and uh, better uh, naming for it, it would be a cross-chain marketplace. Um, and I also don't want to uh, say too much right now, since this is a very early stage of a of a project. Um, but essentially, uh, what we want to do is uh, we want to create uh, not only multi, but cross-chain marketplace, which will allow you to um, buy um, NFTs from any chain with funds from your desired chain. So this is a big concept, and it's not uh, simple since it requires some cross-chain um, transactions, and uh, this is not. Uh, super fast so uh, there are quite a few annoying things that we have to deal with but uh, yeah this is something that uh, we are open and we are uh, already working on um, and hopefully this will uh, make the cross-chain collections even more popular in the future yeah it's a pretty big gap i mean if you're looking at wrecked wolf on on OpenSea now um we have Ethereum, Arbitrum, AVAX, BNB, and Polygon. So there's like five pages of five different pages for Wrecked Wolf NFTs, which kind of which is crazy, <laughs> right? Basically, yeah, you're looking at it and you don't know uh, what is what. Like, is it a scam or what's going on? If you're not into the uh, ongoing things, like you don't know that uh, the Red Wolves became uh, cross-chained, and you're looking at it and like, wow, what's going on? So, yeah, first thing would be the aggregation, but then you have problems like, for example, the floor price. Um, you can have different floor prices on ETH on Polygon. Basically, each 
collection on OpenSea, uh, which is cross-chain collection, can have a different floor price and uh, people are not aware of it. Maybe they will have to bridge funds in order to buy one. So there are many things that uh, are not yet prepared for the cross-chain collections. Um, but we are trying to do our best to be um, one of the first market cross-chain marketplaces or maybe even the first cross-chain marketplace on the market that would offer a solution to those problems. Yeah, that, that'd be very useful because, you know, the liquidity is fragmented, the collection is fragmented, it becomes very complicated. One of our reasoning for listing on one planet and pushing people to trade wrecked wolf on one planet is because we're afraid of people scamming the polygon collection actually um you know the open sea collection uh there's a pretty high uh supply there and there's a some volume that's been traded so you can kind of already know that this collection is legit just from the metrics but if you know somebody starts like Rep Wolf Polygon and mints a few NFTs, it's super cheap to mint on Polygon. They can probably make a a pretty legitimate scam collection, right? So we're not, you know, we don't want people to to get scammed. And One Planet only lists uh, verified collections, so kind of this adds a layer of security for us. So that was kind of one of the reasonings of of listing on OP as well. Yeah, and that's been a lot of the feedback that we've gotten from a lot of the builders, right? That it it, it is a curated way to to work with the builders as opposed to just auto listing every project, right? And, and I think it, it just creates a better relationship, a better partnership with the builders and their community, right? Uh, your your holders can feel safer about interacting with the uh, marketplace. Um, we just had mutants launch yesterday, for example, and already, you know, there was a scam collection and, you know, B was reaching out to me and she, she was like, Hey, what's going on? What happened here? And I was just like, that's what, that's what happens every day, you know, with, uh, uh, with ETH, uh, uh you know, because it was a ETH collection. They, they didn't even bother to spend time making it on Polygon. Um, but anyway, she had to just, you know, let her community know that. They shouldn't be going to OpenSea to interact with those because they were scams. Um, but yeah, there, there, there needs to be some kind of uh, way to make sure that your holders and your users feel safe. And right now, it, it, it does seem like OS is, is not providing the support there because um, that's been happening for years already, right? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of a, like a low-hanging fruit for scammers to make a collection and try to get people that way um but yeah so we chatted about kind of the <laughs> uh the amazing things that cross-chain can bring but also kind of like you know, the you know the drawbacks there too winnie please uh you you had your hand up for a little while i'm wondering what your question is and for whom it is uh thank you for having me and uh, such a fun being here on this pretty historic moment actually uh, i i wanted to ask uh, each of the speakers one planet built on wrecked gang uh what makes you like why why are you if you are excited about multi-chain the future uh why you are it and how you envision uh, the space uh, developing in the future. Arthur, well, you want to so, go? Sure. Um, this is a pretty big question, uh, which I would love to answer, of course. Uh, but I'll try to keep it uh, more brief than broad. But so I believe that the future is cross-chain. The near future is cross-chain, since the Web three is all about choice and uh, empowering people so giving you an possibility to uh, choose your own blockchain for your assets is something that was missing since right now uh, if you will buy like from any collection an item it is basically usually tied up to this chain forever or maybe not forever but for now <laughs> 
and uh, giving you an option to um, bridging it to a chain where maybe the transaction costs uh, are lower and uh, participating in some events, maybe um, having some business opportunities. Uh, this is great since uh, there are many uh, solutions that are going to utilize the uh, the whole the whole the NFT collections, and if you are holding it on a specific chain, this is like giving you an opportunity to to decide what you want to do with it, where you want to hold it, and uh, there is a the freedom of choice is important, and also there is a security layer to it. Um, imagine where we would be if for example terra would support uh, uh cross chain nfts back in the day uh, i think that uh, many of us had nfts on terra and how great it would be to just simply transfer them to another chain uh, when the, it was collapsing of course this is not like an everyday scenario but we don't know what the future will bring so basically we are making the collections more future proof and i think this is also a big aspect why uh, collections should have at least the option uh, to be uh, cross-chain and why you should have a cross-chain collections um so this is like a why and where is it going i think that many protocols are very interested right now in the uh, cross-chain space so uh, it will only develop uh, further from now and i hope that uh, it will be even better from a, in a year or two from now it will be uh, even more developed even more advanced and uh, more seamlessly uh, in usage so I hope that uh, we'll be all using the cross-chain NFTs in the future. That's that's the future that I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah, I agree with what Arthur said, uh, obviously, right? <laughs> We're in this kind of adventure for, for cross-chain or multi-chain NFTs. Um, to add, you know, on top of like security and choice, I, I, I think um, there's a lot of untapped utility um for these nfts right um kind of chatted about integrating wrecked wolves in a polygon metaverse and maybe eventually in a polygon game of some sorts so that's something you couldn't have done if it only stayed on one chain right um and then maybe games or metaverses aren't your cup of tea but you'd like to be participating in some sort of DeFi protocol or Arbitrum, well, then you can bridge your NFT to Arbitrum and maybe your Wrecked Wolf is kind of like a discount for trading fees uh, because you developed a partnership with an Arbitrum protocol, right? So there's like just so many things you can do by having the collection cross-chain. Uh, the Your imagination and your ability to develop these partnerships is the limit <laughs> um but there's so many things you can do and i think we, we're just scratching the surface of of what can be done um and um you know we're ready to pioneer in this space uh i agree i think it's the future does that answer your question winnie yeah yeah for sure and uh i completely agree with their points uh from you offer and uh uh circuit also the the thing that people in the future i don't think we will talk about as much as which chain you are on which chain the nft is on and such it will be very more talk about in chain agnostic terms and you hold direct gang nft and you get these utilities so yeah i'm really really bullish on the narrative and the future for the tech. Yeah, I'm excited to see what gets developed. So um, MintDAO spoke about, you know, a cross-chain marketplace. Um, One Planet, are you guys coming over or expanding in the Web3 space to, to other chains? Just just open question. You don't have to, you know, <laughs> get yeah. too much alpha. No, it's all good. That has always been our vision for sure, because we completely agree with all of you here, you know, that 
uh, ultimately we want the the holders of uh, NFTs to be able to go wherever they want, right? Uh, the restriction of just one blockchain, it, it just doesn't seem fair and it doesn't feel safe either as uh, uh, we, we saw with Terra, right? If uh, we had some kind of bridging mechanism set up, then a lot of us would have felt a lot better uh, during that time. And a lot of us did go into NFTs feeling that there would be some kind of value capture still on the NFTs rather than just on holding the tokens. Uh, and there, and, and it was a good strategy, right? But what if you could also send it to other chains that would have felt even better? So, so we are definitely thinking about that, but, but that's not our focus right now. Uh, we definitely want to bring more utility to how you interact with your NFTs within our platform. And we've seen really cool things that are very small, but can make a big difference to, to the, the user experience, right? Like for example, uh, just to think back to Terra a little bit, like Random Earth had that uh, messaging capacity, right? Where you can talk to people or you can send messages within their platform. Something, you know, that is super, uh, like we don't think about it too much because we're on messaging platforms all day. But within an NFT marketplace right now, um, it would be cool to have that. Um, we we also want to enable different ways for projects to think about their launching mechanism, right? So having the different uh, uh, like uh, English uh, or Dutch auctions, we had the assemble disassemble feature as well. So you can you know create different parts and put them together. So so just adding tools to creators so they can just come up and experiment with their own projects that that's something that we want to take advantage of you know and and just just we feel there's a lot of space there to still be experimented with and so we we just want to provide the tools there uh for the creators and then from the user perspective as well just giving them more more utility to interact with their nfts to have fun with them and to talk with the community right uh um, with other holders within the platform Yeah, absolutely. And um, I guess uh, new utilities, new new chains. Uh, can I ask Edwin, nowhere left uh, Terra. And, and so there's this gap. Any chance we might see you guys there again? Because right now, you know, there's, there's just random earth and I don't even know if they answer any message. Yeah, yeah, we we were asked this uh, on, on another space with Ryan, <laughs> and he he was like, "Activate one planet on Terra." Uh, that's definitely uh, you know it's not completely out of the question, but right now I would say that we just don't have the resources, man. Like we're hiring, uh, we're trying to onboard just on, on every department because we are short staffed, uh, and and so I think we just need to like get get really comfortable in Polygon. I feel like. Polygon has become a lot more competitive now as well. And so we, we don't want to, you know, abandon ship and we're not even, you know, fully comfortable here yet. So so there's a lot to to build here on Polygon still. Uh, and then we can think about um, other other blockchains. Um, you know, I, I spend time on Terra still and it's still like there's not much activity going on there in general, especially not NFTs, but even DeFi is still pretty low. Uh, we we work with Rebel DeFi, you know, and TFM, and even even they're an aggregator, right? A Dex aggregator, and they're seeing very low activity. So it just right now it wouldn't make sense for us as a business to make that transition back over there when there's not much activity. Yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> All right, let me pivot to Arthur and and Mindao. Um, right now, you guys have obviously the Launchpad service, which works really well. I mean, we've minted with y'all on Juno. Um, you know, that the delayed reveal uh, or random box, as one planet calls it, and the cross chain bridging, uh, which also is very interesting. So, I'm wondering what you guys have uh, in the plans for the future that you can speak to us about, because I think. People are very curious because you are really, really focused on the multi-chain narrative and and have accomplished it, right? So, wondering like what the next steps are for y'all that you can share with us. 
so from our point of view we still didn't uh released uh, our token our avatars uh yet from the uh, from the terra ecosystem that we wanted to uh, like resurrect our project fully um this is something that we are uh, really looking into in the near future uh, we are not sure when it's uh, going to happen but it's definitely happening um so mint avatars mintel airdrop uh, all the window uh, avatar solutions real yield so everything is coming um we are like almost ready with everything so um finger crossed it's going to happen soon <laughs> um beside of that as i mentioned uh cross-chain marketplace this is something that we already started working on but uh there are quite a few obstacles that we are have we have to figure out so we are working on them um, but we believe that this uh, this will be a huge extension to our current platform um beside of that we are still offering the launchpad uh, functionalities uh, the from now we are also offering the uh, making the collections cross chain so wrapping them and uh, allowing people to uh, have a cross-chain collection and beside of that we have a small uh a few small secret projects if i can say that uh one of each is uh in collaboration with uh one big and great uh nft collection uh but i'm not sure if i can talk about it here uh <laughs> so for now let's keep it a secret uh but there are still some uh projects that uh, we haven't announced and we are still uh developing them so there are some uh, surprises that we will have uh, in the near future but uh, just be patient about those yeah very cool so many so many things coming out of the mythal pipeline um you know for anyone wanting to launch a collection or uh, anything dev related, I, I always recommend Mindao because you guys have been delivering, shipping. It's always on time, super high quality, well done. Like I love working with you guys. It's been a, a blast. Uh, can't you know compliment you enough for all the things that you guys have have produced already, and looking forward to you know what's coming up as well. Yeah, thank you very much for the warm uh, words <laughs> about us. And I must admit that uh, working with you guys was also a pleasure. Um, the way uh, we are dealing with small problems on the way uh, together is uh, just great. And uh, the experience of uh, developing stuff for you guys is also great. <laughs> Look at this. So much love in this space. Is, uh, it's great. <laughs> this is what um, happens when you're on Polygon, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, somebody quoted me. They were like, you know, the the spaces on Polygon are always positive. There, there's no like PVP compared to, to other spaces. And people are just in a good mood in general. So uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, maybe because it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, that too, you know. Uh, and maybe because everything was done successfully, right? Like the bridging works. Uh, one planet listing works. Everybody's happy. No fun today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny, right? Like when things work, people give you like a little bit of credit. But when they don't work, they, they just go like really, you know, hammer you out. So um, I'm happy that this worked. Anyways, moving along, I want to open it up for the audience. I know a few people wanted to ask some questions. So Please feel free to, to come up and, and ask questions to Mint Dow and One Planet. I guess I'll, I'll ask with one question for you, Arthur. I, I think, you know, why? I think that there's another question here to be asked. Um, so we mentioned, you know, kind of all this potential for, for uh, cross chain collections and how this is the future. But why would a collection decide not to do it? Right, like, what would be a, a reason not to do it, and maybe touch a little bit on the security of of putting your collection cross chain as well. I think that the biggest concern for the collections are 
the fact that uh, technology is relatively new, fresh, and uh, not yet like battle proven, if I can call it like that. Um, when people are in general kind of afraid of something new, this is like in our human nature. So probably they are still waiting uh, for this to get some more big, bigger traction. And in addition, the other thing that I think is a break changer for a break deal breaker for them is a fact that uh, there are no, not that many good uh, cross chain solutions uh, that they could use with their nfts like uh, for example let's uh, talk about OpenSea. when you have a cross-chain collection then it's it's it can't handle the way it's being uh, distributed on each chain and uh, it cannot aggregate it properly so there's uh, exposition for the scammers and uh, yeah as, as it is always a new technology is giving uh, the scammers a new uh, possibilities, opportunities. <laughs> so I think this is also a, a threat for the collections to become cross-chain. But in general, I hope that uh, we are proving them that uh, we are ready, that uh, tech is safe, and uh, this is the future. So hopefully soon, sooner or later, uh, more and more collections will be convinced into the uh, cross-chain migration yeah something like that hopefully <laughs> yeah i hope so too so so just to touch on you know kind of the security side a little more i was listening to uh, uh brian from from layer zero and he was kind of saying how it was absolutely impossible to have like a duplicate uh nft or somebody migrating your nft without your consent on uh you know using layer zero right uh would you say it's it's very similar with axelar like it's pretty much impossible to, to create a duplicate nft um and you know or, or have someone else migrate your nft to, to their own wallet somehow i would say that it is impossible to do so um from the our tech perspective the uh, smart contracts uh, we are that we are using are uh, safe uh, they've been audited recently and uh, there should be no vulnerabilities uh, so this part is safe so the remaining threat is the axler technology and uh, we believe that the way they are handling the uh, message validation with their network is safe it was also audited so um it's not that uh, they we have to trust them that they are doing good job it's uh, public you can verify how it's working and uh, there shouldn't be a possible way uh, to create a transaction that is malicious and to send for example an existing or duplicate nft to another chain like um, there is no way to do that right now unless there would be some huge catastrophe on the axler side which i believe should not happen it's more possible that the axler bridge would stop working at all than it would be uh, corrupted yeah thanks for that interesting and really you know is it a bridge or, or is that like the word that we should be using? Because because I, I don't think it communicates as a bridge, but yeah, I, I don't have like a better exactly word. The word. That's not exactly the word that I was looking for. Um, because this is like a pipeline, message pipeline connected between chains. Like you have gateways on each chain that's communicating with the Axlar network which is a blockchain for processing the transactions so basically we're passing messages so it could be a bridge for messages yeah this is like a, i think they are still uh discussing how to name it properly there's no uh no way to say for sure how they want to address it uh in the future because this is like a still a fresh technology or maybe there is but uh, i'm not aware of it <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, when when I was explained it, you know, when they explained it to me, it because the word bridge, 
in crypto is is almost like a <laughs> has a negative connotation because people remember the bridge hacks but this isn't like something you can hack because there's no bridge uh technically speaking yeah so, so it, it's more it's more like a blockchain than it is a bridge to be honest if we are using names yeah there we go <laughs> let, let, let's go with that i like it um but yeah so so this kind of adds to the security layer of it not being a true bridge you would have to hack the whole blockchain technically or overtake it somehow yeah that's that's uh better marketing i think <laughs> hey i got always got to think of of the marketing angle here so it's it's important for us <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Great, cool. Thanks for that, Arthur. Um, I will, I will open it up for questions again. I, I don't know. I think we had a few people, and then I didn't bring them up, and now, uh, you know, <laughs> it's always complicated with the questions. Edwin, um, you know, I guess we we spoke about what's coming up for MintDAO. I know on one planet we have the mutants that are minting right now. Go get your mutant. Uh, but wondering what else, right? Like Cypher Wars on, on the 9th, but, but uh, maybe big picture, what do you guys have uh, planned for the future? Yeah, so definitely continuing to onboard more Polygon native projects, right? I think we, from the Launchpad perspective, we still have a lot of projects that have been holding on to collections for months, right? Maybe even a year. Like you, yourselves, you guys had the trippy rolls for a while and needed to wait until uh, we, we had the marketplace live. Uh, so, so we're still working with that. You know, uh, a couple of names that I'll mention that I'm sure you guys are aware of, like the, the baby bulls, you know, they, they've been making a little bit of noise uh, about, you know, they got their new website. Uh, they're going to figure out what to do with the uh, baby bulls that didn't migrate. Um, so they got something planned, the Arcadia, right? They, they started a really strong marketing push January 1st. We're a month in and they release their, uh, they're, they're releasing just a lot of like footage. They got the Hellcats in there. So they're going to include other projects in there. Uh, there's also, um, the, uh, the, just, you know, Polygon native projects that have been reaching out as well. They want to launch new collections. Um, but I think on the marketplace side, that's where we need to just uh, improve a little bit. The, our listing has been slow. Uh, and that's just been kind of like a bottleneck uh, that we've had. But um, yesterday we made an announcement that we're going to transition Matic Man to BD. That way he can help us in that pipeline. Um, and then uh, just... Uh, onboard Polygon projects because there are a lot of Polygon, you know, creators here and, and they've been around for a long time. Um, and so for us right now, it's just kind of balancing that, you know, there's a lot of demand for for listing and launching with us. So that's a good thing, good sign. Um, but then also, you know, just figuring out how to continue to build our own um, suite of features, right, to, to make, to continue to make the user experience uh, better. Um, you know, but yeah, the different launch mechanisms, as I mentioned in the past, you know, that's something we're excited about just to partner with projects so they can use the English auction, for example, or if, if there's a cool project, like we talked a little bit to Abigachi, you know, and they have wearables. So, it, you know, imagine being able to use the assemble, disassemble feature in our platform with a project like that. So yeah, we're, we're still exploring, you know, and, and getting to know what other innovation is going on within Polygon and just being able to support those projects that are here already. Yeah, sounds exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what comes out of the pipeline as well at, uh, at One Planet. Um, I think uh, NFTs are just heating up, right? We've seen kind of a little, uh, <laughs> it, it, it was calmer during the bear market but but now i'm seeing like volumes are definitely picking up and, and people are definitely you know uh buying more nfts throwing more money at it i don't know if it's just market sentiment that that's more positive 
Uh, but uh, they're not going anywhere, and I'm just—we're just, just going to see more cool stuff come out. I'm, I'm very bullish on NFTs as a whole, right? And if you're interested on multi-chain NFTs, we're going to have another spaces. Um, I believe uh, Chris is going to be there from Mintow team on February uh, 9th, so Thursday. 4 p.m. UTC, and on that space, we'll have Mintow, we'll have Axelar as well to talk about, you know, their general message passing uh, layer or, or communication protocol, <laughs> as well as XDeFi, which is a wallet that is trying to integrate, you know, the multi-chain NFT narrative. That that's one of the other issues, right? Like with the wallets is. Um, if you have your NFT on on ETH, and then you know you use MetaMask, you don't, <laughs> and you're on Polygon or whatever, you switch to Polygon, you don't see it anymore, um, unless you go on OpenSea or something like that that already aggregates it for you. So wallet solutions that are multi-chain, that's going to be, I think, very interesting and and much needed, right? Like Arthur, what would you say is missing? for multi-chain or cross-chain nfts to really pick up we talked about marketplace aggregator uh but but what else yeah i think that the uh, fact that the wallets are requiring to switch uh uh chain to explore your nfts this is a maybe not a deal breaker but something that could be improved but uh for me uh personally the biggest issue is uh, that I would like to buy an NFT from my desired chain, let's say from Polygon. And the NFT is currently listed on, for example, Binance. And I would like to use my funds from Polygon and not have to bridge it over to Binance and then uh, make the transaction. So I think that some things like, for example, uh, cross-chain purchases are missing, but this is something that is... Uh, definitely going to be addressed in the future because i think that it is required uh from the market perspective to uh, make the most value uh, possible from the cross chain nfts yeah and we've seen i mean you're 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 no stranger to squid uh that launched a few days ago i believe for you know cross-chain swaps um I'm hoping that, and you know, we had Rango Exchange before that. XDeFi has it integrated in their wallet. But if they can do cross-chain swaps, they can definitely do cross-chain purchases. But like you mentioned earlier, I think it's a little more complicated because those swaps can take hours sometimes, like especially if Wormhole is involved. Uh, <laughs> exactly. um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so exactly as you mentioned, there are some obstacles on the way, but this is nothing that can't be uh, solved in the future. So uh, this is a very early stage uh, and we are here very early. So I'm hoping that uh, it will just uh, evolve and we will be the pioneers on this field. You know what? Sometimes I'd like to buy an NFT with my credit card. Um, one planet are you guys going to incorporate something like that like i know um some of the marketplaces have it but it, it sometimes i just want to pay like with some fresh cash and basically kind of onboarding uh <laughs> so, or on-ramping some, some new money via a nft purchase yeah definitely we are we actually have it on the front end already um if you if you look at your like wallet icon and go on that um you uh you will be able to buy your nfts with credit card so we're just setting everything up in the back end nice that's pretty cool i mean it's you know making things as user friendly as possible i think that is the mission here and letting um the communities or the the utilities and the artworks shine from the NFT side and making it as frictionless as possible. I'll take one last, you know, kind of a call for questions. If anybody wants to come up, uh, celebrate this uh, historical moment, as Winnie called it, um, our collection minted on Terra on March the 3rd. 
And today on February 3rd, we are moving across seven different chains. Really exciting, super cool. And I'm looking forward to the moving to even more chains. Uh, Arthur, just before I go to get, uh, get the Xulian, do you, do you have an ETA on when Cosmos will be implemented? Because from your video, it was like loading, you know. But I'm wondering, what, when do you guys expect the uh, Axelar to enable more Cosmos-based chains? Uh, so there's no date settled yet, but uh, we are like talking with them. And uh, it's, uh, it's very close to finish uh, the integration of the uh, Cosmos EVM protocol message passing. So uh, we are hoping to uh, jump on it as soon as possible once they uh, finally uh, finish it. We'll try to make it uh, ASAP, basically. So there is no settled date, uh, but once it is available, we'll uh, just rush to make it uh, available for you guys. Nice. Thank you. Because I know a lot of people uh, are looking forward to moving their, their bowls to, to another chain. Um, like Polygon, that would be fun to have the whole gang reunited under one roof or whatever they pick, right? Um, Xuli, go ahead. Um, yeah, I had a, a you know fun question. Uh, one planet, when uh, wrecked planet? Can, can we start that conversation for like <laughs> omni chain uh, bridging? Uh, Arthur was pretty good at keeping it quiet. <laughs> what Arthur? Yeah, I was trying I very know. hard. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It is public that we've been working on this. I'm just asking if it's gonna happen on other platforms. I'm just trying to shill it. Just take me off speaker, Zerker. <laughs> yeah, no comment on that. I'll plead the fifth. Yeah, coming soon, TM. Uh, something, something. Th thanks, Zuli. Thanks for that question. <laughs> we got to keep some surprises, man. Like, you, you know. Um, but but yes, I'm excited for that as well. And and thank you to Mindao for helping us develop whatever that is we're working on. Um, all right, gang. If there are no more questions, um, I'll, I'll close this out. We'll we'll start like maybe a, a a ship posting space afterwards. But we have guests here, and I don't want to waste their time. So if you want to have like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another shit talking space afterwards we can do that but i want to thank edwin from one planet for uh, being here and, and chatting with us and arthur uh, from mintow as well as the whole mintow team for developing this tech it you know like i said earlier pleasure working with y'all always delivering um uh, above our expectations and I'm um, looking forward to continuing our partnership with, with both of y'all. I think it should be fun. And uh, yeah, keep on the lookout for multi-chain NFTs because uh, we think it's the future and you'll have a really fun time kind of playing around different chains and exploring. It should be cool. So thanks again, gang. Yeah, thank you as well. And just uh, a reminder again to the wolves, uh, if you migrate them, there, there is a trippy wolf that we have as a giveaway. So all you need to do is list one or buy one to enter. That ends February 17th. So there's a, long, a lot of time there. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Multi-Chain NFTs with MintDAO and One Planet, Hosted by the Wrecked Gang. Recorded on Friday, February 3rd, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support, man. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke rolls in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your
your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake Off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison And put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces. Spaces. 